0: only thing we have to fear is fear itself the national weather service has issued a severe thunderstorm warning welcome to the common sense practical prepper podcast where prepping doesn't have to be complicated or expensive coming to you from a well-defended off-grid compound high in the mountains. <laughs> Coming to you from his Florida room in Richmond, Virginia. Neither off grid nor well defended, unless you count his chickens and cats, here is your host, Keith. Hey
1: everybody, this is Keith, and welcome back to the Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast, episode 56. Today is Labor Day in the United States, September 4th, 2023. Okay, let's talk about the recession and let's talk about food prices. So as far as food goes, I think we're all aware at this point that there is no food shortage here in the United States. Meaning when you go to the grocery store, there's still bread, there's still vegetables, there's still fruit. You can still go and get bologna cut by the butcher. There's still a seafood counter if your grocery store has that. You can still go to Costco and all the big box stores And everything is there. If you were listening to certain folks on YouTube in the last year, even the last six months, they're talking about starvation, famine, and a significant food shortage. Some people have posted a list over like the last year or two of all the food processing plants that either have closed down, been hit by planes, destroyed by natural disasters, set fire, potentially arson. And if you look at this huge list, and depending on what list you look at, there's like 20, 30, 40, 50 different buildings, I guess, or manufacturers that have something to do with food, food storage, or food processing. Well, regardless of all of that, food, increase in price in food, can be contributed to the economy in the the recession. It's not directly related to the fact that Tyson has closed down several chicken processing plants. So I guess when you look at this list of all these different facilities that have closed, just at first blush, you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be bad. Well, it hasn't turned out the way that some folks have presented this. Is the price of eggs still elevated? Yes. Everything you go to the grocery store and look at, are the prices elevated from six months, eight months, two years ago? Yes. The third largest petroleum refining plant down in Louisiana caught on fire a few weeks ago, but yet the gas of pri- the price of gas is down here in central Virginia. So if you listen to the alarmists, many times they're going to take an isolated event, whether it's accidental, man-made, whatever, and they're going to try to cause fear, doom and gloom, and a lot of people will bite, a lot of people will glob on to that, and then they'll repeat it, and before you know it, you have this you know, small panic going on, at least in your circle of friends, of people not knowing what to do. I've said several times, the reason I prep is a hedge against inflation. I'm not prepping for the zombie apocalypse, I'm not necessarily prepping for the complete and immediate decay of society nor am i prepping for i don't know make something up some chinese invasion russians dropping nukes on us i'm not prepping for any of that i prep as a hedge against inflation I saw an article a couple of weeks ago about the low levels of water in the panama canal and how it's causing a traffic jam much like the much like covid did probably a couple of years ago in the port of long beach In California, was it longshoremen either out with COVID or they weren't coming to work, they weren't working overtime, and there were hundreds of ships out there that were potentially interrupting the supply chain here in the United States. Now, it is true, there were a shortage of certain items, but it wasn't to the point, especially food-wise, that people were going without eventually that got taken care of. Read an article this morning where the the traffic jam at the Panama Canal has uh, eased up a little bit. Some ships are taking detours, which I guess that either means going around South America, going to it's a Venezuela, Argentina. Argentina, go around the southern tip of Argentina, which is a much more expensive, longer cruise. So you would expect the price of those items on that ship to go up, I would guess. I'm not I'm not an uh, expert in maritime logistics. Maybe some folks are just turning around and they're trying to hit a port in Southern California if there's room. But regardless, that particular traffic jam seems to be easing up a little bit. There was an article that I saw on the internet and there was an aerial photo attached to it allegedly showing uh, maybe 50 or 60 ships in this particular photo. Well, it was actually fact-checked by somebody and that photo... Apparently, was taken a couple years ago off the port of Long Beach. So I don't know if the, the person who, who wrote the article was lazy and said, let me just go on Google and just find a photo of, of a bunch of ships in the ocean and post that. But stuff like that makes you think, you know, if if people are altering photos and we know that video videos are being altered, audio is being added to certain videos to, I guess, make them look a lot worse than they really are. One I saw recently was President Biden comes to some elementary school in Florida to do whatever. I assume it was something to do with the hurricane. Well, the motorcade's coming and whatever news crew or whomever was was videotaping his arrival. In the background, you heard F you, let's go brain and a bunch of people screaming and yelling. You heard people chanting, you know, hooray, Biden, you know, clapping for him. And in the social media posts, there's all these people. Yeah, he deserves it. Yeah. And just being nasty because they watch a video, they listen to the audio and the little caption is, oh, crowds upset. Listen to what they say at Biden. At the bottom, it's fact checked. And if you go to the original video. There's nobody yelling. There's nobody screaming, either for or against Biden. You just hear the, the cars and the SUVs and everybody going by. That's basically it. It was just B-roll for some newscast. And I assume the newscasters, you know, at the time, were talking over you know the video as it came in. But you have people post stuff like that. And you've heard all about misinformation and propaganda and all that. But you have people post that. And what is the reason for that? The person who decided to add that audio... Why did they decide to do that? Did they do that to get a few mouse clicks? Did they do that to antagonize the folks on the right? Did they do that to antagonize the folks on the left? If you're a pro-Biden supporter, you don't want to watch and listen to a video of people yelling nasty things at the president. If you're a anti-Biden person, pro-Trump person, whatever you want to call it, you listen to that and you're like, yeah, take that. That's what I would say if I was there. What's the reason for doing that? In my opinion, things like that just divide us even further across political spectrums. In this particular instance, it would be across political spectrums. People on the left and then people on the right. So it's interesting how we let just a simple video like that and we automatically assume that it's true. I've seen examples of what they call deep fake videos, I believe. To me, I cannot tell the difference. There was one of Hillary Clinton, and I forget when the original interview was, but she was being interviewed about something. And she actually praised Ron DeSantis and said she was a big supporter about some particular things. She never said that. In that, that interview never took place in that context. This was literally, I assume, AI generated. They call it deep fake. And if you look at it, You can't tell the difference. Now, I assume there's professional uh, audio video folks out there that could say, well, I can tell that X, Y, and Z that this is perhaps a doctored or fake video. But 99.9% of us out there are not those audio video experts. So when we see that or, or when we hear that about why she did that, when she said that, take just the opposite. Take the opposite and it's somebody being interviewed about Trump. And this particular person is, uh, they don't like Trump and they're being just nasty. And perhaps there's some threats, some underlying threats, either direct or indirect in this audio transcript or the audio interview or even the actual video, the actual physical interview. People on the right would be very upset about that. And I'm not really sure. I have a couple opinions, but why would people want to put that out there? I think, again, It's, in my opinion, it's just to, ca- it's to cause division, dissent, and just to get people thinking about things that aren't really going on. Sure, there's right and left people in the middle, political you know disagreements, political divisions. I get that. But this is becoming more and pro- more and more prevalent. And so one reason maybe they're doing it is to have everybody second guess what they hear. Did somebody really say that? Well, I don't know. I've seen and heard a lot of you know, crazy videos and crazy, crazy audio. Maybe Dr. Jones didn't say that about whatever the subject is. So now you don't know whether to believe, did Dr. Jones say that? Did they say it in a different context? Or is that even really Dr. Jones being interviewed? You look at AI and you look at chat, GPT, SUV, or whatever that program is, it literally goes out there and it scrapes the internet. For audio and video, and quick example, so I'm redoing my resume just to have it more current, just in case, certainly happy where i where I'm at, but just in case I'm having it redone along with that comes a cover letter that this particular gentleman that I hired is going to redo the resume and cover letter and all that because i it's that important that I'll spend a few dollars to have that taken care of. Well, just for kicks, I had chat gpt if I get it the name right, compose a cover letter. For my particular position. Hey chat GPT. Write a cover letter. And my profession is this. Within about 10 seconds. It spit out. Like a four paragraph cover letter. I am not a professional writer. I could have not done a better job. At putting that together. It hit everything. Everything that I. And then some. Everything that I would have put into a cover letter. And then even more. It was accurate. It made perfect sense. And basically, I would have needed to go back and add whatever metrics for percentages or dates or whatever. But I was absolutely floored at how accurate that was. So as it was explained to me, these AI programs are out there just scraping the internet for information. So if you if you dig ditches for a Comcast cable or Verizon cable, you're a cable installer. You hang antennas on cell phone towers, whatever it happens to be. If you need a cover letter, AI has scraped all this information from all over the internet. And I'm sure it's done just in a matter of seconds. And these programs just run 24 seven, but I was absolutely floored by that. So if AI can write a cover letter for me in 10 seconds, there's no reason to believe that it's not out there scraping audio. And I guess scraping video, if it can do that, So when Hillary Clinton praises Ron DeSantis for whatever school lunch program, whatever it happens to be, that sounds exactly like her. It's not taking little words of all of her speeches, all of her audio recorded speeches and splicing them together. It's taking her voice and developing a likeness that is very, very close, if not sometimes identical. And if you're listening to the radio, listening to on the internet or even watching it on TV accompanied with the uh, with the video, most of us can't tell the difference. So next time somebody posts something about, you know, you always hear these ads, you know, I'm so-and-so and I approve this message. Is it really that person? Did that person's campaign put that out there? Because all it takes is for um, the opposition to develop some sort of ad and put it out there on the internet and it's going to spread like wildfire all over the world, all over the country, in a matter of minutes or even seconds. And now all of a sudden, everybody's on Twitter and Facebook and all that talking about Governor Jones, who came out against whatever the Project Du jour is. And it gets all of his supporters upset or like, how could Governor Jones support this when all along he's been saying he doesn't support this and whatever his. Uh, particular agenda happens to be so. It's very scary about how intelligent. I just use AI. How artificial intelligence is intelligence is that smart? And been a call for oh, we need to put restrictions on AI. That's a bunch of baloney. There is no way in heck that if there's money to be made, these companies are going to get together and they're going to put restrictions on what you can do with AI, and how far you can develop AI. That's not going to happen. Got off on a tangent, but it's the fact that you can put something out there and it it immediately reaches millions of people, and then they retweet it or repost it to millions of others. Then you have people saying, is this true? Is this not true? And again, I believe it's just to further divide us to keep everybody distracted from what I consider the more important things, and that is the economy and geopolitically what's going around or what's going on in the world in certain places. All right, so let's get back to high prices. So you talk about the recession, whether it's here, there, going up or down. To me, I think finally I have come to the realization that the recession has hit home for me. I, over the years, I have done very well, socking a few dollars here, socking a few dollars away here and there, not going with the large expenditures that weren't absolutely necessary, not necessarily treating myself to gadgets that I didn't need, although I'm a very big gadget person. But over the past several weeks, when I go out to eat, and I've mentioned it before, when I see the check, the additional tax for not paying not paying the bill with cash tax or credit card. Fees, or whatever you want to call them, debit card fees, along with the price increase in food. I was at Costco yesterday. I looked at a thing of uh, bananas and then apples, just a little box of apples. I think they were like six or eight. And they wanted like $7 for six small apples. I go to Food Lion, which is not a, a very expensive grocery store, and they want almost as much for the same amount of apples. So I look around and I'm purchasing these items. And again, I don't have, I don't have a, a price book or anything like that. But I know for a fact that apples were not that expensive six months ago. Bananas were not that expensive six months ago. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing it directly affect the bottom line, you know, in my checking account. And again, I spoke about this in a previous podcast. You can you can have a listen to get some of the details on that. But it's really starting to hit home when I check my banking account or checking account every week or so and you know, kind of going through my, my mental checklist of bills and insurance comes out on the 15th and mortgage comes out whenever. I'm seeing that at certain times of the month, the balance that I currently had several months ago is not there. You know, And then again, I, I'm, I'm not going out buying large ticket items, gadgets, solar panels, stuff like that new mowers. I'm certainly not buying those things, but it's just kind of the just the small things that are adding up. And so I think I really need to take a look at my budget and try to keep a closer eye on that to see if there's something I can do on this end. Because I certainly don't believe that reset the recession is slowing down. I certainly don't see a reason why prices won't continue to go up. Although gas dropped like 35 cents overnight middle of last week. And I have no idea what caused that I'm not complaining, but normally there's some sort of world event or some sort of economic event that causes the price of, of gas oil to go up or down. So taking a, 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 a more detailed look at my pantry. In fact, today I'm going to go out to my freezer and I'm going to pull out some chicken and some pork chops I bought at Costco months ago that I vacuum sealed and put in my freezer. I'm going to put a couple out in the sink and let them defrost. I'll have them tonight, and I'm going to take a few more and some chicken. I'm going to put that in the fridge and let that and let that slowly defrost, and I'll have that, I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. But it, it's just something for me to now keep an eye on a little bit closer than I normally, I mean, I was, but if I had the opportunity to take some folks out to dinner, or no, I'll get the check, or or maybe there was a gadget, or maybe there was an article of clothing, a new pair of boots that I didn't have to have, but they were on sale, and I really liked them, so I did. So now I'm going to have to pull back and keep a closer eye on things. You know, do I go on vacation later this year? I don't know. How about in the spring? Well, I was planning on it, but I think I kind of need to, to need to take a step back and take a closer look at things and take a take a little deeper dive into my budget. But it was it was funny. It was just a about three or four days ago, I hit that realization. I'm like, wait a second. My little waypoints or whatever you want to call it on my checking account. I'm like, this time of the month, I normally have X amount of dollars. I call it my little cushion or whatever you want to call it. For me, it's just kind of a peace of mind. But I'm like, this number is a lot lower than it it normally is. So I started going back through the entries, my debit cards. And I'm thinking, holy cow, I didn't realize that I went to Kroger or Food Lion or Costco. I didn't realize that I spent really that much you know i just don't pile stuff into the basket but then again i don't look at everything okay 35 cents for a can of corn okay let me get two and you know i write it down or have a mental calculator i just go through the store i need this i need that oh this appears to be on sale oh i've never had this particular brand of bread ice cream whatever and i'll put that into the cart so i think now i need to kind of take a closer look at what i'm putting in my cart where i'm going grocery shopping you know, what I'm eating, I got, I got, I need to keep her, keep a closer eye on that. Cause it was, it was kind of shocking uh, to see the, the balance at a certain time last month. I'm like, no, this is, this is something I need to look into. And then I did. I've got that going for me. Okay, folks, thank you so much for stopping by. I really do appreciate it again, not to beat a dead horse, but to beat a dead horse every week, a few more views, a few more listens, getting more traction. You can always find me on the Twitter Uh, searching Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast or the official Twitter handle, prep underscore podcast, getting a lot of follows, uh, a lot of additional people follow me on, on the Twitter, which is fantastic. And then I hope that translates into those new followers and going over to the podcast and checking this out. Again, folks, thanks for stopping by. And as always, be safe out there, take care of one another, and until next time.
0: Thanks for listening to the Common Sense Practical Prepper podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, help spread the word by leaving a rating and review.